As promised, really, really pleased to be interviewing this week for the journey, Father Tony Percy. He hails from Canberra Goblin Archdiocese. He's uh, previously been the Vicar General there. He's had uh, he's had a lot of roles in in different facets of Australian Catholic Church life, including running the Seminary of the Good Shepherd previously in Sydney. He's a good man, and he finds himself very much in the mix at the moment as a spokesperson and a very succinct and savvy spokesperson around this issue that is evolving with Calvary Hospital in Canberra, Goulburn. Many of our listeners will have heard of it. It's something that's received coverage in lots of media outlets around the country, be they national media outlet and indeed Christian media outlets. And so, Father Tony, first of all, thanks for joining us on the journey. And can you give us in a bit of a nutshell an understanding of what is going on down here in this situation with Calvary Hospital in Canberra. Thanks for having me on the journey, Jude. It's really a delight to be here. So the Calvary Hospital, public hospital in Canberra, was invited by the federal government to offer medical services in 1979. They've been doing that for 44 years. It's a 120-year lease, and suddenly the ACT government has said it wants to do a compulsory acquisition of the land, the property, and rip up the medical services lease. So it's a real problem because we know that governments can do compulsory acquisitions, but they have to do them according to their own rule of law, and they have to do them on just terms. So some of your listeners would remember very, very well the film The Castle. If they haven't watched it, they should. Now, the ACT government is not doing that, Jude. They they are not looking towards doing a compulsory acquisition according to their own rule of law. Mm. They've suspended their own standing orders. That is, there will be no discussion of this bill at all, even though in the ACT you'd have two months of it. And furthermore, they have suspended their own Land Acquisition Act of 1994, which tells us how uh, compulsory acquisitions are to be done. So they've done that as well. So you can see that we're not going to have a compulsory acquisition done according to the rule of law, and neither are we going to have it done on just terms. This is a very serious issue, not only for, obviously, the Catholic Church, but for every citizen in Australia. Yeah, Father Tony, I was at a prayer breakfast this week, and I was really surprised by how many of the other pastors and church leaders came up to us and, well, come up to me and said, listen, this is this is a big deal, and, and they named Archbishop Christopher Prowse, and they, they named yourself, and, and they said, listen, we're, we're praying for you guys, this is this is a big deal, if they can if they can just come in and waltz in and do this to you, they can do it to any one of us, over any one of our institutions, regardless of how we might feel about it, why should... Why should not only people of faith, not only Christians, but, but other, other faiths and, well, even if you've got no faith at all, why is this a big deal and why is it is potentially setting such a huge precedent? Mm. Well, see, we're, the Catholic Church obviously is one of the players and you've got other churches, other Christian churches, you've got the Jewish people, the Islamic people, you've got people who have no faith at all mm. who are involved in community activities and have property associated with it, land, property. So if the government can act like this with a medical institution which is offering, you know, foundational needs for people's uh, lives. So as you know, the two great professions are the medical profession looking after the needs of the body and then the teaching profession looking after the needs of the soul. Mm-hmm. If they can do it with such, such such a basic, such a fundamental institution in Australian life, they can do it with anyone. There's no stopping them. So we've got to stop it here and your listeners have got to get involved and help us and to let the government know uh, what our thoughts are on this. It's a very, very serious issue. It is. It is. And we're going to speak more about this uh, in a moment. 
We've been talking about the origins of and the potential implications of what's unfolding around Calvary Hospital down in Canberra, Goulburn. Father Tony, I'm always intrigued by people's why. What is the why of the government? What, why, why here and why now? What are the origins of them grabbing out at this hospital at this point in time? They've said that they want to do this because they wanted a more, or they want a more integrated health system. But most people in Canberra are saying, look, they can't even run their own hospital. Why would they uh, think they can run a second one? So this, this is their argument. But I think the clue is to a report that was done. The ACT government did a survey of abortion services last year and they put out the report on the 10th of April 2023. And uh, that report acknowledges, in fact, that the main public hospital and neither Calvary hospital do abortions. They're done around the city with uh, medical clinics, etc. And one of the reasons for that is the doctors and nurses don't like doing it. But uh, in the uh, the back end of that report, it says, oh, well, the medical services offered by Calvary are done with too much of a religious overtone. Mm. And, uh, you know, just imagine, Jude, if people said that about St Vincent's in Sydney or the Martyr in Brisbane or the uh, the Mercy in Melbourne. It's a preposterous argument. So it's clearly got religious uh overtones and uh, dislike for religious people behind it all. There's no doubt about it. So that's, uh, I think, uh, the key to it. And uh, we've got to do the best we can to get as many signatures on our petition, which is over 30,000 now. Mm. And we need your listeners to contact the Prime Minister of this country to say, you've got to get involved because it won't stop here in the ACT. The Prime Minister has to get involved to say to the Chief Minister, you can do a, a compulsory acquisition, but you must do it according to the rule of law mm. and on just terms. So at the moment, the government's saying, oh, we'll just acquire it, then we'll do the just terms later. Well, everybody that's listening to us knows how ridiculous that is. Someone acquires your car mm. and then says, oh, we'll negotiate the price later. What a lot of nonsense. Mm. Well, that's a fairly bleak and insidious reasoning as to why they might be looking to acquire the, the hospital, Father Tony. They might they might have different levels of denial around that. Regardless of that, though, what needs to happen from this point in? What are the solutions? How can any person of goodwill, regardless of faith, any person of goodwill, I suppose, step in and rise up against what is clearly here unjust and, and unwarranted? Yeah, well, we've got, as I mentioned, 30,000 signatures over that now for the petition. So if the, your listeners go to www.savecalvary.com.au and it'll take you 30 seconds to get onto our petition. Mm. If they go to the, uh, just type into the, into Google or whatever it is they're typing into, uh, contact the Prime Minister and that'll show you to a very simple form to say, dear Mr. Prime Minister, we think you should get involved in uh, talking to the Chief Minister to stop this, uh, uh, unjust uh, takeover, compulsory acquisition by Calvary, get the Chief Minister back to the table to negotiate. Mm. That would be more than helpful. Mm. One of my uh, mantras, and I know it's been instilled in me by my parents, Father Tony, is uh, act like everything depends on you and pray like everything depends on God. I, I With that said, would encourage all of our listeners to pray for pray for you, pray for Archbishop Christopher Prowse, pray for all the staff there at the hospital who I know too are just dismayed mm. that this is happening. So many good people in that hospital. We haven't even mentioned the impact upon them. Uh, I would encourage our listeners to pray for this situation. It's probably a, a good way to finish though. Uh, what's been the reaction of the staff and, and the people that have been for so many years, I'm sure many of them, dedicating their lives to the work of this hospital. Mm, a lot of the doctors and nurses are very upset. We had a, a, a prayer rally, a bit of sort of a vigil, I suppose you'd call it, uh, last Wednesday, and that was fantastic. And I think the point needs to be made that, you know, Jesus said to us, um, 
you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you say to this mountain, move, and it moves. Mm. And this is a mountain. This is a real problem. But if we have faith, then things can change. So a lot of our personal problems, social problems, a lot of our work problems, etc., they don't really have human solutions and they probably don't not supposed to either. So we're supposed to have this faith that actually moves mm. the mountain. Father Tony, this has been a fascinating conversation. I'm really appreciative of your, your insights for us. Um, we're going to keep tracking with this. Don't forget, listeners, you can simply go to www.savecalvary.com.au, sign that petition. And look, we'll keep you briefed about how this is going over ensuing weeks. Thank you for those insights. I'm sure that's clarified a whole lot of things for a whole bunch of people. Godspeed and, and uh, God bless you and all that you're fighting for here, not just for, for Canberra Gold and for, for the whole nation as far as I'm concerned. And uh, look, we look forward to speaking to you again in, in a few weeks' time. We're going to talk to you about a book you've written, Australia, What Went Right, What Went Wrong. That was the original reason we were going to talk to you on the journey about that, but uh, this has all come about since then. So we look forward to you speaking to speaking to you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks very much for joining us on the journey. Thank you. Delighted. Great pleasure. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. So glad you've joined us this week on the journey. <laughs>